Hello, you're listening to The Culture Ball, and I'm Susan Gordon. This is the podcast where I drift into a woodland brimming with arts and culture, where books, poems, and paintings are discoveries. I'm inexorably drawn along a path lined by bluebells, keenly anticipating the bounty that awaits. This week, however, the woodland looks very different. It's obscured by an insistent fog. The wind is suddenly vocal, and on my path I meet gargoyles carved in stone. I've been watching Joanna Hogg's The Eternal Daughter, the British director's sixth feature film, and the first of her film projects to engage with genre. That genre is the ghost story. Tilda Swinton plays dual roles as Rosalind and Julie, a mother and daughter staying at a lonely country hotel, a hotel with, it seems, just one member of staff and no other guests. To have the same actor play two roles announces itself at first sight. It tells us that while the eternal daughter may honour the conventions of a ghost story, it will do so in the spirit of experimentation and play. This looks like a classic drama, matching the aesthetic of Hogg's previous two films, The Souvenir and The Souvenir Part 2, but with an additional savvy, even cheeky self-awareness that allows us humour. I sat in an audience which laughed and tittered when Julie faced the most naked tropes of a ghost story, as plainly as she might her reflection in the mirror, but she cannot point to them. The concept for The Eternal Daughter predates Archipelago, Hogg's 2010 film, and an underrated masterpiece of British cinema. In both stories, we see a small family unit commit themselves to a holiday in place. By staying in a place, and staying through discomfort, they achieve catharsis. What I particularly treasured in Archipelago is the dialogue, It sparks into existence, unburdened by the artifices of stage and cinema. Scenes, cuts and shots have been rendered invisible. We get to hear introverted characters say the things closest to their hearts, and that reminded me of Richard Linklater's work. Because The Eternal Daughter is a ghost story, we are instead looking for what is not said, the gaps between sentences. Hogg displays an unusual faithfulness to her subject in all her work, the souvenir subject is a talented young woman enthralled to a drug-addicted boyfriend. Another director might have plumbed the excesses, filled the screen with garish colours and seediness. Hogg shows us spaces made vacant. We witness a metaphorical suctioning of oxygen from the room. Indeed, every room the boyfriend's name could possibly be uttered in. But how could it be any other way? This truthfulness lends the eternal daughter a genteel restraint, Hogg answers the genre of ghost story by gifting it a universality. The ghosts here don't owe their existence to a freak event or a tabloid-friendly act of violence. There's no sordid secret waiting to undo the characters. Simply living and having a past is enough. If Julie and Rosalind have ghosts, then we all do. The ghost story in print and on screen is relatively rare, but a haunting is central to many feature films. In Steven Spielberg's Minority Report, possibly Spielberg's finest hour, John Anderton, played by Tom Cruise, is haunted by the death of his son. In Christopher Nolan's Inception, the thief cop is haunted by the death of his wife. Grief is not the only reason for a haunting in cinema. I think of Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo or Marnie. In those stories, it is not a death which haunts the characters, but a deception. More recently, In Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan, Nina is haunted. 
It is the pursuit of artistic perfection that shadows her life. Tilda Swinton's Julie is shown reading They by Rudyard Kipling. In a Q&A at the Barbican on Sunday, Joanna Hogg cited the short story as influential. In They, children are integral, unnamed yet very present. And Kipling's work reminds me that in the ghost stories that have persisted, innocence is clearly defined. We see this in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, where Ebenezer Scrooge is unwitting and the Cratchits well-meaning. The turn of the screw is arguably an examination of innocence. In The Woman in Black, a 2012 film based on Susan Hill's novel, the lead character, played by Daniel Radcliffe, is innocent to the point of ignorance. In a ghost story, the life and spirit of innocence must be clear, if not exactly celebrated. Perhaps it is this, and not just a spectral body, which separates the ghost story from a psychological thriller. Without innocence, there cannot be corruption, and in stories for the grown-ups, a ghost is usually a corruption. A ghost is disrupting the natural and pleasant order of things. Julie, the eternal daughter, is innocent. She has the best of intentions, and this invites pain. Being good invites pain, but it also leads her, eventually, to a personal completeness and sincerity. Thank you for listening, and please do join me next time as we go into the woods with the culture bore.